0: Welcome back for another week. I'm Chrissy and we have Loretta here.
1: What's up, guys? How's it going?
0: Um, Loretta, this is a podcast. No one can reply to you. <laughs> You're <in dickhead>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in. This episode, we have decided to basically dedicate it mainly all to George Floyd and what's going on with that situation. And if you don't know, it's very fucked up and it needs a Google if you don't know. And also, where have you been? So, yeah, it's super serious. It's uh it's something that shocked us and, and scares us and makes us extremely angry. So we are going to discuss that. We're going to actually include a little bit of a segment just to keep it hopefully a little bit lighthearted um, in that we're going to talk about some un- unpopular beliefs that we have. So tune in for that. And then we're going to move into more like the the white saviour complex and colourism, which are things, again, stemmed from what's going on with the whole George Floyd thing. So without further ado, let's kick it away.
1: Let's do it. So we're going to start off with our very first topic, which is... You see how I didn't do a dance move to start off with this one? Because it's very serious. It's about George Floyd. And if you don't know what that's about, I need you guys to pause the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Go and do a quick Google and then come back and click play. Please come back. Please. We we need you. If you don't know, a a black man has been killed in... Minneapolis I hope I'm saying that right is Minneapolis in Tennessee
0: no it's in Minneapolis I was googling that because I I don't know anything really about America's like geography um but it looks like it's like north middle-ish basically so it's like kind of bordering on Canada
1: see so I can name all 50 states I won't do it now but I can't name any of the places within any of the states. So I'm glad you told yeah. me where Minneapolis is.
0: Um, Same. I, I could do the East Coast and the West Coast, but middle <laughs> is
1: a whole blur to me. The whole thing is Kansas. Just the whole middle <laughs> <Yeah>. is Kansas. <laughs> um, <laughs> so obviously a very terrible thing has happened and a man has has been killed. And as of yesterday, so if you're listening to this, you know, five years down the line, Yesterday is the twenty ninth of may twenty twenty uh the police officer has been charged with third degree murder. Did you hear about this
0: i did i did yes, I was um obviously so happy to hear that, but I think it I think he's cause he's got done for manslaughter, i think, which mm-hmm. for me it's like direct murder, surely like it's not manslaughter it's it's murder,
1: but so what I think is Should it have been third-degree murder? And I have to say, I do watch a lot of How to Get Away with Murder, but I am not a lawyer. But I think it should be second-degree murder. But uh, I was looking up what you could get in the States for third-degree murder, and he could get up to 40 years. But do you think he'll get that?
0: Absolutely not. He's in the police force. He's been in it for, I don't know how many years, but a long time. And... um. And he's, he's, apparently he's got previous history of doing something similar. I didn't, I don't think anyone actually died. Um, but he's, he got, um, taken to court or something for what? something similar, unnecessary violence. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I think the police system is corrupt and the mm-hmm. US, uh, judicial system is corrupt. Um, and I also think they, yeah, he, he'll, He'll do maybe a few years and then get out for for good. Um, what's it called? Good behavior. Behavior. Yeah, but I think if he goes to jail, he is fucked
1: in jail. But do you not think they'll send him to a posh prison like they did with Martha Stewart, if he went to prison like a boozy prison, like in How to, um, Orange think- Is the New Black?
0: I, to be honest, I have no idea about. The prison system in America I didn't
1: even realise There were bougie prisons There are bougie prisons For the bougie people Who go to prison
0: (laughs) I think he will be protected Very much though I don't think he'll be in Like The main area Where everyone else is um,
1: Or anything So um, Yeah But then I just don't really think That's fair And do you know what I thought Was really interesting Was that people were Standing outside of his house Again, my source for this is Facebook, so maybe completely wrong. Uh, But people were standing outside of his house, and whenever people would uh, try and deliver food, they would go, do you know who that guy is? They'll go, it's the cop killer. I don't even know his name. It's not even worth knowing his name. And they'll go, oh, really? I'm not going to serve him food. So motherfucker out in his house, starving. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: that is true. Did you see how many cops there were outside of his house why it was crazy and i saw a thing on twitter that said like the the um the police arrested a black reporter before they did this policeman which is just messed up
1: no it's so true because i i follow i follow pero pero like so i'm learning spanish at the moment, pero they shared an article about how a Latinx reporter was arrested. And then a white reporter actually spoke up and said, I did everything this Latinx reporter did and more. And the police did not threaten me with arrest, nor did they arrest me. In fact, they were very nice to me. What is it? Well, obviously, we know what it is. It's racism, you know, built within the soil of America. But the reporter was, the white reporter was shocked. He went, How have you been arrested, but I'm sitting here feeling good, looking happy, eating well? (laughs) Oh, America. (laughs)
0: It's, It's mental. It is mental.
1: I hope that Donald does and doesn't listen to this podcast, because I don't want to be banned from going to, you know, Ultra Festival in Miami just because he's hunted me down. But at the same time, you know, he's got to know what's what. Do you know what I actually think? They need to take away his Twitter.
0: <laughs> yes, 100%. He is like a child on Twitter.
1: <laughs> but a dangerous child. A dangerous yet very powerful child.
0: Yeah, it's mental. He, I just don't understand how the president is allowed to tweet the majority of things he tweets and gets away
1: with it. That's one thing I like about Boris and Hear Me Out, Labour and Conservative, no, Labour and Lib Dem followers, Hear Me Out. (laughs) That's one thing I like about Boris. He knows when to shut the fuck up, you know? He knows, I'm not, he just went, I'm not going to say any, If does he, if he has Twitter, I bet, I don't know, I bet Dominic Cummings runs it. I don't know. Oh my God, is it Cummings or Cunnings? Cummings
0: with an
1: M. Oh, okay. He's a dirty man. That's all right. And I bet he runs his his Twitter. And Boris just knows, sometimes, just keep silent, you know? Don't say anything, but Trump is out here on these streets, you know, saying his insanity. Like, can you not be like the rest of the racists and suck that shit in? Come on!
0: I know. I think with racism, there's, like... There's. I was thinking about this last night and I was thinking like there's the obvious racism, the one that well, you and I know, most people of colour will know, you know, they're walking down the street, someone comes up and shouts, or oh, I've called you the N word, or for me like calls me the P word, and that's like the obvious racism, it's usually like someone who's very dumb, basically, Yes. Um, but then I think there's clever racism and then there's like systematic racism, so like systematic is like... You know, like the judicial system or, um, the policing systems, et cetera. And then there's, um, there's like clever which is probably a bit like a Boris or, you know, a, uh, maybe like a, an upper class person who, you know, won't outright, who, who is smart and won't outrightly say, like, call you a word or whatever, but it's in their opinions and it's in the way they treat you and it's in, um, like in a let's say in the workplace you know where you might not get promoted um Ooh. and you are the best person for the job and it's because of a bias someone has that isn't outright said but it's felt do you get me yeah. So i think yeah that was just something i was thinking about about racism and i think actually it's the the, the latter one i said that you have to be more scared of because the alt-rights you know the the kkk in america or i'm not sure what they're under now but um the alt-rights and then like here like obviously edl or like people that like follow katie hopkins and stuff like that they're the ones that i'm not actually that scared of it's the ones that actually have power and can change things that really make me shit scared
1: that that is true so it maybe that makes me less scared of of Donald because he doesn't suck it in. It's the people who suck it in, you know, and and say hi to their black or Asian or Latinx neighbor, and they go, "Oh yeah, what's what's going on, Trudy, Judy, whatever." But then you know they go to the polling station and they start voting UKIP. Yeah. And they start yeah. voting Brexit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm scared of those people, but do you know what? has really drawn my attention about the George Floyd case at the moment is that a hundred percent I think we can both agree it's completely unjust but it has then also sparked a lot of rioting. Again, if you've not seen, do a quick Google and come back. In fact you don't even have to pause it, just, you know, you can multitask. So obviously a lot of stuff has been happening, you know, they've they've targeted target <laughs> and, you know, they've there's been fires and my opinion on rioting stems from the fact that with things like this, I actually agree. Unfortunately, it does have to happen. It does need to happen because we were moving peacefully and you were, you were acting insane, you know? You were acting l- like a fool, you know? Instead of shopping at Lidl, you were going to Waitrose like a mug. I think it is justified, but only to the extent where people aren't being physically hurt what do you think
0: yeah you say i agree with you um something needs to be done this has happened too many times now this is countless and you know goes away for a little bit and then it comes back and it goes away and it it doesn't necessarily go away but it's like you know it's less maybe less filmed or whatever I, i do believe this happens daily in America but also here in the UK but probably globally as well so yeah definitely writing I think in this situation is something that needs to be done Um, however I get worried that it's going to be a situation like it was here in the 2011 riots that it, it got so out of hand so quickly, and you know, suddenly it started in London with Mark Duggan, which was the right thing. But then, obviously, it went, it spread up to Manchester, Birmingham, etc., and it was a, a whole thing. Um And I, I understand that this probably needs to be done. But you're right. I just don't. I want to make sure no one's getting hurt in this going forward. And I, I want it to be like, I don't want it to be something that happens for a few months and then it goes away again and nothing changes because I know that's how we felt with the london rights is that like it was a big thing and then nothing really changed so i I feel like more needs to be done but i i just don't know what it is because like it's definitely something that needs to be looked at i don't have all the answers on how we can change this and yet something needs to change but i don't know to be honest how that's going to happen like i can't i don't have the solution for what we can do because i feel like we've tweeted enough We've got, uh, celebrities, we've got influencers on board, we've got people rioting, but do you genuinely believe this is gonna stop?
1: I remember the 2011 riots and I remember running the streets, you know, because I know that I've got this smooth British radio voice, but I'm, I'm, I'm from, I'm from the ends. And I remember running through the streets. I want to put a disclaimer. I did nothing illegal. Please don't tell my big company. I remember kind of just going a little bit insane and I understand what it was for. It was, it was for Mark, you know, he had been killed in an unjust way, but then when it went up to Manchester and, and Scotland, those other places, I just, I couldn't understand it because for most of it, I don't think a lot of them knew Mark. And I think, yes, they were angry about different things. They felt as if they weren't being respected by the police, but even down here in London, you know, people were, looting corner shops you know small businesses for what you know I I get going into KFC and stealing the chicken like I back that to the end but you know I don't know a small business owner you've gone and just completely ransacked their their business their livelihood I think there's a line and yes what was being protested was very important and I'm not saying this from the sense of we should be placing capitalism above you know human life but I saw that on my timeline somewhere I completely disagree with that. But I think at the same time, this small business owner, not not Asda, not Target, not Sephora, this small business owner has now suffered at the hands of something that essentially had absolutely nothing to do with him.
0: Yeah, exactly. I agree with you on that. With the George Floyd thing, bringing it back to that, I think majority of people listening will agree. So there's not really opinion on this, but it was horrific. And the video... I mean, have you watched it? It's such a tough watch, but it needs to be seen.
1: I have seen it. It is. Yeah.
0: I, I showed it to my parents and I, I yeah. saw them physically getting angry and angrier as they watching it. And, and I had the same feeling in that, like, you just want to scream or you just want to run into that and fucking push him off him because it's fucked. And something, like we said, something needs to be done. It this does. cannot keep happening.
1: It can As not. I
0: think Michelle Obama said, like she listed a list of names over the last few years that have been unjustly killed, and she's like, this can't keep happening. So,
1: yeah. What will we do?
0: And it's I think it's people like us and um, you know the younger generation. We need to step up. Like people are doing, but we need to do more. Will Smith said it right. He put out a tweet saying there isn't more racism. There's just more filming which is so true Mm. like racism hasn't gone up it's just there's a lot more uh, awareness around it and like you said social media is so powerful with that and we need to keep questioning people we need to keep calling people out and this has to stop and people need to be held accountable so as much as we could talk about this whole messed up george floyd situation and the black lives matter movement etc um we thought we'd try and keep it a little bit more lighthearted as well and and not keep the whole episode so somber so we thought we'd include another segment as we do each week and this week we've decided to do a quick one on unpopular opinions or beliefs that we have that people always say what when they hear. <laughs> so, kick it off.
1: Chocolate is disgusting.
0: Nah, sorry, Loretta, I can't back you on that. I hate Will Farrell and any movie he's in and he ruins everything that he shows in.
1: That's because you're the Grinch.
0: He is just the least funny man I've ever seen. Not one joke has ever made me laugh. Anchorman was the worst film I've ever seen. Along with Kevin and Perry go large, which is a really tough second.
1: (laughs) I think people who have cats as pets cannot be trusted, and they are descendants of Satan.
0: (laughs) That's just so wrong! I love cats! You're ill. Mayonnaise is the most disgusting food that should never have been invented and ruins anything it's on.
1: You don't like to mix it in with your ketchup and make a pink sauce?
0: disgusting. This kid at school used to do that. And since then I've avoided her.
1: The food company, Aldi, and the car company, Aldi, have the same name. That is the same word twice. <laughs>
0: You're dumb. You're not even pronouncing them right. One's Aldi and one's Audi.
1: You've What's literally said the you? same word twice. But you
0: didn't even say the same word. You didn't even say the right word for either.
1: <laughs> What's Audi? This food shop and the car company. Fuck's sake. Taylor
0: Swift is a lyrical genius who speaks to me. <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a, a straight
1: face, but I love she, her. She's not good.
0: Oh my God, her album Red got me through two breakups, man. <laughs> I used to drive for hours to that. Like nothing can can be better for the pain than Taylor Swift's album.
1: When there's people like Drake and Adele, you're listening to Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> I don't even know who Drake and Adele. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Taylor if she's my girl.
1: I think everyone on earth right now should just stop reproducing because kids are stupid. They're forever dribbling. Why can't they lift their own head? These are important questions. <laughs> I like kids. That's a, that's a you problem. That's a problem. So, next we're going to do a. Nay, nay. I know you've used that one before, but I don't know any popular dance moves. No, gangnam style. We're gonna gangnam style into our next topic, which is about white saviourism. And we're also gonna, you know, sprinkle a bit of, you know, colourism about this. And so this kind of stems from a lot of people. So we've gotten, we've gotten some fire from some people. About the post we put up on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, it's Blazian Radio. And we've gotten a bit of fire because one of the pictures we posted, we posted a collection of pictures and some of the pictures we chose had white protesters. And, you know, too many people have kind of come up and said, interesting that you chose to use white protesters, this, this, and that. It sort of led Chrissy and I to think, white saviorism, good or bad thing?
0: um i I, to be honest i didn't really know much about it until obviously this all this has gone on and then we got a a few messages and then i've actually uh, seen it quite a bit on twitter as well um and i get where people are coming from i completely get so so their argument is um that you know why is it that as soon as the white people get involved it's now suddenly become such a media outrage it's like um Looking as a as a black person, it's like saying, "Oh, okay, we we needed the white people to be outraged for this to to do anything." And also, it's the argument that this hasn't been happening for years without the white people, so now why are they acting as if like this one injustice is their platform to say something? Um. So I, I get I actually I, I've been thinking about it the last few days. Um, and I do agree with it a little bit more in that. Um it's it, it can be misconstrued that that you know is suddenly now an important issue when it hasn't been for years and I do think the media play a massive role in this in that they are portraying it now or they do tend to show more white protesters um, specifically in this George Floyd thing but I also I do think that for anything to change, we need not just white people, but we need everyone. We need, you know, obviously we need the black people, we need the white people, but we also need the Asians, we need the Latinx, we need everyone from everywhere basically to, to start getting annoyed and, and start posting and start doing more with it. And you know, this is a problem of white on black racism, right? Therefore, look at the problem with that. It's, it's a white person. I'm not, I'm not tarnishing every white person under the same brush, obviously. But for something to change, a big thing needs to be white people need to start questioning their own culture and their own people. And so I, I agree with where people are coming from, but I think it's a tough one because we do need everyone to be aware. But what we don't need is the media. To be saying, oh yeah, it's just as soon as all the white people came and got involved that it's now a big issue because it's much more than that and it has been for years.
1: You know, I I completely agree with you. And white saviorism, I think to an extent, can be it can actually be a, a fantastic thing in some cases. You know, I I was dating someone in the past and you know he was he, he was you know white, brown hair, middle class, and he said to me. I think everyone should do some... No, let me actually give Jasper or Colin the real depth of his poshness. He said, so I believe that everybody should do some form of volunteering at least once a week. And I looked at him, I was like, motherfucker, I have a full-time job and a podcast. Um, But I actually, I was almost quite grateful for what he did because it meant that he felt this guilt about his privilege and essentially his whiteness that he went and he gave back and he didn't just, you know, dash 10 pounds at Oxfam. It it was like he would work at a local community centre for free after going to work. I think in some cases like that, white saviourism, it can be quite good. And in terms of George Floyd, it's, I saw a picture again, sources Facebook, where there was a group of, white people protecting the black protesters up against the police the thing is is that those people who were standing there they are very aware and conscious of their by of of their privilege you know because they knew if you touch me as a white person bbc in the uk is going to hear about it and it will be y'all will go insane and i think there are ways that one you can become aware of your privilege but then you can actually also use it for good do you know what i mean
0: yeah, I think it's definitely a, a feeling of guilt that people at the moment who aren't black are feeling. And it's not a guilt of I would do the same because I think majority of people who are listening and are friendship groups and uh people that we would reach out to would be outraged by what's happened. But it's more a feeling of guilt that shit, this this probably wouldn't have happened to me or this. Yeah, I mean, this definitely wouldn't have happened to me or, you know, there would have been more outrage if if this had happened to me or whatever and um yeah it's a it's a feeling of guilt that it needs to be yeah like you said channeled usefully into helping change the status quo and helping change mindsets because it's it's fucked up what's happening and um we need everyone to band together white black brown everything we need everyone to band together and condemn What is going on? I I know you don't have Twitter, but I feel like a lot of people can't do right or wrong in this situation. And that's where there's a bit of frustration because I've seen influencers. So, for example, Amber from Love Island, who's uh, mixed race. I think she's half black. And um, she tweeted about it and people were tweeting her saying, you're not even black. But then she's she sort of said, like, I can't win. Like, at one point, I'm not posting enough. And then when I do, it's like, oh, you're not even black. You don't understand. And she's like, there's a frustration there with what can be done right. And I'm seeing it with like, um, so I think like Harry Styles and obviously like a whole load of celebs and influencers have uh, started tweeting their disgust for it. I've seen a lot of comments where people are saying like, okay, well, Harry, you, you haven't put the petition up or Niall, you, you don't understand it. You're white. Um, we don't need you and stuff like that. And it's like, There's a a lot of arguing at the moment in between when we all just need to be banded together and everyone's trying to do their part. And I don't think it's right for people to be shaming people online or whatever, if they have posted about it or if they haven't, because everyone's got their own mentality and everyone's, you know, probably processing it in different ways. Does that make sense?
1: No, no, it, it completely does. And I think... What really shocks me about Amber's tweet about how you're not even black, what do you know? And I just think, are people not tired? Like, you try and do something and people come and they step on your neck regardless. Yes, in our in our very diverse, both of our social groups, that does, doesn't happen as much. But all I think is... I don't understand this concept of, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're only half black, you know, you, you only half understand the problem. And it, it really, it really shocks me because it was like, for example, Tia and Tamara, the, the famous twins, they're, they're, they're mixed race, half black, half white. One of them married a black guy and then they were like, oh, um, you look at you disrespecting, you know, your, your white father, that's so disrespectful. And then, you know, and then her sister, Married married a white guy, you know, and then they went, Oh, look at you, you know, disrespecting your black roots and I just went sometimes you actually just have to admit you're not going to win with some people. I think it can be scary because it's why I don't go on tour, it's why I don't go on tour. People are so mean <laughs> for no reason, and to the point where and people are mean online, you know when they're hiding behind their keyboard or their samsung galaxy s four they feel brave, but when it comes to real life. Most of them are British. We know how to suck that shit in. No, you know, suck, suck. Chrissy, suck it in with me. When I start tardes. for those of you who aren't on level two of Duolingo. That means good afternoon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> are people still using Duolingo? Because I said that was a hype. That was a hype like ten years ago, and now like what? no one uses it.
1: That's a hype today. today. Yeah, maybe it's a hype today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Blasian Radio. You know, we we didn't do a dance move into George Floyd because we wanted to keep that as serious as possible. But you know, we then went ahead and did the tango across into our unpopular facts, and then we did a. I can never remember good dance moves. I'm going to say a foxtrot into white saviourism and a little panache of colourism. So I really hope you guys have enjoyed it. Chrissy has told me some of her wild views, like not liking dogs, like a freak.
0: (laughs) Dogs are the worst. You're the worst. Wow. I love you. I don't
1: love you. <laughs> Let's,
0: uh, please do send us your feedback, guys. We want your emails, blazianradio at com.
1: One more time for Shirley up the road. That is blazianradio at gmail.com.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone, to another week of lockdown.
1: Which will be Although, lifted soon.
0: Yeah. Boris has uh, announced we can have six mates, so I now need to find
1: five. But- <laughs> you've got me so just four more
0: oh you're too far away for me right now but i know scotland and london
1: they're a big distance too far
0: too far but yeah stay safe everyone and stay woke or groggy as
1: i like to say